3: I was listening to this uh, split zone duo. It's this podcast Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how as a group, Michigan fans don't really have the same like ride or die fanaticism about Tom Brady as you see with like Peyton at Tennessee or even at Michigan with, you know, Denard Robinson. And it's not like Brady has been a particular stranger to Ann Arbor, right? He still shows up, but they don't, you don't see this, you don't see this clamor around, around his career. And the only, around his pro career anyway. And I mean, you know, the amount of Tennessee fans who, who followed Peyton to the Colts and then the Broncos can kind of be explained away because the Titans weren't there for a huge portion of folks growing up. Um, But In wondering if it was explained by the, you know, solid, not spectacular performance of his college career, you know, he had Mike DeBoard as a lead weight around his ankles uh, and the ankles of the future, (laughs) all pro tackles on the line. I started to go back down the list and I was like, okay, how would I feel about this or that, um, about, you know, like this or that quarterback if they had then gone on to string together what amounts to two Hall of Fame careers back-to-back. And and I, I imagine I tried to put myself in a situation where I would have to feel this about, like, Rick Claussen.
1: Mm.
3: <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, and then yeah. i see, like, I started going down the Florida list for you two, and I was like, okay, what if Skylar Morningweg had gotten to just the caught, NFL? I wow. just caught fire. And, just, and, and I, was, I was trying <laughs> to think of, like, who is the – who is Where is the axis between like, okay, this is a really solid career. It's reasonable that he got drafted and would just absolutely break my brain if, if he had gone on to light it up in the NFL.
0: Hmm. I, think-
3: I, I, I was going down the Tennessee list and I was going down the Florida list, but you know where besides Michigan has had the the biggest string of like fifth eh year quarterbacks because we've talked about it before hmm. Georgia so I'm yeah like, and I'm going down this list and one of them immediately pops out can you imagine Joe Cox just, just, just like getting to the getting to the NFL glazing over into one giant freckle and and just setting the record books on fire and that, now I kind of get it. Like, I I didn't really understand the Michigan's mindset on that before, but now I kind of get it.
0: Like, well, Brady's weird because there are so many guys that we can name off the top of our head who they ride harder for, like Mm -hmm. vocally. Like, Denard Denard Robinson. Denard Robinson, right? You say Denard Robinson to a Michigan fan, and they're like, yeah, I took a bullet for him. You say Tom Brady. Is Chad
1: Henney on that list? I, Chad Henne won a break, playoff probably. game,
2: unlike some pro quarterbacks. We're Relatively, talking about. he's much higher. Like, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They certainly think it's a lot funnier to tell you Chad Henney is theirs.
3: Yeah, but that just like psychologically, that's fascinating to me. I don't really have wonder, anywhere I'm going with this.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the list of the top um, career passers, like Drew Brees. Yeah, Purdue fans to ride for, um, and then there's a lot of small school guys. Uh, <laughs> NC State fans, are they crazy about Philip Rivers? I don't know. They're not I crazy mean, about much.
3: I, they, yeah, I don't know. They are. They hasten to remind you that he went there, sure, because they don't have a lot else to point out. Russell Wilson kind
2: of at <laughs> Boston College is kind of the same way with Matt Ryan. Pitt fans yeah. go very hard for Dan Marino, even if they weren't alive at the time, because yeah, because yeah, they love pit, all their he, NFL guys. Hey, he's a Pit yeah. guy. He's a Pit guy. Um, Rogers with Cal. I don't know if they formally acknowledge mm. each other at this no. point at all. No, no, because no, 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 no. no. he made a huge
3: he made a huge deal for a
2: long time about not acknowledging them. Ole Miss with Eli. The two Mannings in the top ten are kind of – I mean, they've been such stars their whole lives. I think they're the biggest aberrations in the top ten. Stanford Um, with
1: Elway, not a ton, but, like, Stanford doesn't care about these things. They don't know they have a football program. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, like, the rest, um, Russell Wilson is obviously a complex one. Montana, (laughs) Notre Dame fans will remind you, at least older ones. Mm-hmm.
3: Basically, um, if I go, if I wait, John you, Elway went to Stanford. Yeah, yeah. this is John new o- information. Oh, this John is o- information. From John
1: Elway is on the John Elway is there for the play. Yeah. Like John Elway went and like and clapped the trombone player on the back,
2: and this that, is like, that 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 this game like also kept John Elway from
1: playing in a bowl game.
2: That's it, like half the reason Harbaugh was so connected to the Broncos.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. This, this is, yeah. is
3: my this is my lack of West Coast brain.
0: Like, if I, take, if I take and introduce you at the stadium during a game, do you get the lukewarm round of applause, right? Like, if I take Geno Smith and I introduce him at a West Virginia game, right. I think they're going to be...
3: Uh, they're they're going go- to fall down screaming, right. yeah. It's going to be an Elvis moment.
0: Right. If I take Russell Wilson and I introduce him in a Wisconsin game, okay. I feel but we like didn't know. Now, okay.
3: This is another that, that leads flat. into another. That's a branch of another philosophical discussion, which is: Would we have defended Tom O'Brien if we know Russell Ru- Wilson like we know Russell Wilson now? <laughs> yes. yeah, we have been thing- like <laughs> this I meme mean they- glass of milk has a point.
2: The, the oh, unique wait. factor with Wilson is he was one of the first stars of the pre-transfer era to have two. To, alma maters right yeah like i think they go harder because they went to claim him away from nc state or at Mm. least they would have until the past year and now they say he's more of an nc state guy okay so
1: there's two others i can think of roughly in the same time period troy aikman at ucla like i don't feel like they're ever talking about that Mm-hmm. And Jim yeah. Kelly at Miami, because it comes before all the fun Miami mm-hmm. stuff. Like, he's not yeah. part they, yeah. of the, the Miami teams that they love. No, he was good In there. terms
2: of, like, how crazy loaded the quarterback rooms were at yeah. the time. But, like, mm-hmm. him as a solo guy, he kind of gets lost in the, the deluge of stars that follow.
3: Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't actually have anywhere with, I was going with that. I was just like, imagine Joe Cox having the career of Jalen Hurts. It's weird, right? <laughs> it's weird. It's
2: profoundly weird. I, I Jalen Hurts having the career Jalen Hurts. Yeah,
3: sure. Yeah. It,
0: I think the Eagles should just run QB sneak the entire game. Just come
2: out, scrap the whole game. Yeah, play, we're running rugby. Squad. Yeah, they're really good at it. <laughs> like
0: they're amazing. They're at
1: incredible it. You're, at it. <laughs> you are describing stretches of the game that that's what they more or less do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Just I mean, him and fine. Sanders. Right. Just run. Just run QB Sanders and
1: push. And they like mix it up with like one play fake where they throw it deep to AJ Brown.
2: Yeah,
0: where your like <laughs> Where your MVP is Jason Kelsey, and his face is literally like black with bruises from running. <laughs> Worth it. That was the best fucking game of my life. That
2: was a great time.
0: Fifty-five rushing attempts, seven passing.
1: Dub. Fly the fucking flag, go first. Kansas City is like, we only had three possessions. What we the fuck? Three <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patrick three Mahomes.
2: three spectacular possessions, <laughs> like incredible, three for three. incredible plays up and we down. We scored the field, touchdowns.
1: But. We scored touchdowns and only held the ball for six minutes. But like, <laughs> shit. Andy Reid's like twenty four twenty one. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: they got the ball first. <laughs> they got the ball last. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jalen Hurts' line is like five for five for 180 yards
1: of on the five play-action passes yes. they pull off of QB um, Sneak. America's Secret Service Academy, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> hey, we I are it. soldiers. <laughs>
0: the shutdown full cast you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast this is a special episode today because it's a family business episode i am joined by my uh let's see uncle jason kirk hall hello hi Hi. jason hi hi welcome glad you can make it into the office where you definitely belong and deserve to be uh, joining this is my um, step brother in law Ryan Nanny. Hi Ryan, how are you? Look, Person I know what you're. Tra- I know to what you're trying to
1: do. I and I'm. I am i have been really good about not interrupting the intro for like mm-hmm. a month because mm-hmm. I know it's important to you to say everybody's name because we it got is. on you about that. Yeah. But there's been something on my mind for like two days after okay. talking about it with my wife, and I need to. I just need to bring it here.
0: My stepsister in
1: law. Yes. I think Dave Batista would be an amazing Jean Valjean.
3: Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, as I, Ryan, did this get in your brain after somebody said Dave Batista is basically, or it was Dylan who basically said uh, Dave Batista is now just if Bob Hoskins vaped?
1: So that's part of it. It's part that, and it's part due to the Grammys we were doing. Our favorite game, which is, isn't it funny that Lin-Manuel Miranda doesn't have an EGOT and wants one really badly, as, like, other people keep, like, Viola Davis has an EGOT now, and other people keep joining this list. That led to a winding road where it was like, oh, yeah, uh, Les Mis was nominated as a film for, you know, all these acting performances, even though it was a bad film. And Caitlin was like, the thing that that movie gets, one of the things the movie gets wrong, and that recent productions have got wrong, is that... Jean Valjean is supposed to be a big dude. Like, mm-hmm. like the book and the musical make like a big emphasis on like this is like the biggest dude. Pause. French people have seen. Yeah. And like, who cares? Why his
3: name is John John? Un right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: And I th- and thinking about it and like thinking the John about John of Johns and thinking about like what Dave Batista wants to do with his career. I'm like, wouldn't he like just just fucking yoked Valjean, I think would be great, and I do think we keep Russell Crowe.
3: Then as he can't <laughs> sing worse than Russell Crowe. Is Russell Crowe the singing
2: voice? Is that how we do it? Because <laughs> no, I, think, I, I find that <laughs> I think performance keep, irreplaceable. I,
1: I think we keep Russell Crowe as Javert. I think so I think upsetting. Russell Crowe versus versus Batista is a really okay, good okay. So then, in the on third screen. remake, can yeah. we
3: finally address why they're all getting Javert wrong? Sure. Thank you.
1: Who do you want to put in that role?
3: Somebody who can sing
1: okay no thank you <laughs> yeah i'm against it I've, i'm
2: voting <laughs> y'all's
3: against problem that. is that you've never heard stars sung the way it was supposed to be sung and i'm sorry i know exactly what i sound like but i'm right
2: you're right i like it the way it is <sighs> how, nice about, uh,
0: how about how about can we do uh, can we get dave batista to an egot with what franchise? Oh, I would okay? love that. Because oh, sure. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to say, do we get him the Tony with a revival production have of Lamez? No, yes. we have.
3: Okay, we get him the Grammy for uh, he's going to read Michelle Obama's ebook. Okay. Right. Because that's, that's a real easy, a Doc, really wait, easy Dr. way to get the
1: Dr. Joe Dr. Joe Biden. Oh,
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. A real, a real easy way for celebs yep. to get the Grammy is to do an ebook. Jo- um, Joe
2: pulled me in closer yep. for a kiss. Yep. I've never
0: experienced such love. Yep.
3: I, you,
2: you usually don't get to add such details to an audiobook, but if you got them, put them in.
1: <laughs> sure. And then you, and then yes, I think revival of Les Mis. Tony for that. Emmy for doing. A performance of that on the Tony Awards—that's the easiest way, the the most mm-hmm. bullshit way to get an yeah. Emmy—is to do a performance on another awards show. Let's Those just are the egos that should to- come
3: with asterisks, like yeah. when the New York Times says you bought too much of your own book. Right. I think yeah. we'll just
2: send him back to TV. He'll get the Emmy for WWE SmackDown.
1: That's fine. I'm good with that. And then Oscar for movie mm-hmm. version of Lamez. Lamez.
2: We can get okay. this done in two years, I think.
1: Mm. The other thing that bothers me very briefly is I think it's bullshit when musicals, musical movies get nominated for best song by adding a song that they stick in the end credits. I don't care when other movies do that. Like all The, the James Bond movies always get nominated and often win because they have a credit song. And that's fine. They're not musicals. I think if you add a new song just to get nominated, it needs to be in your fucking musical. You made a movie that's all about singing. You don't get to get credit for like, oh, we stuck a new song on the credits. Can we have an award? That's, That's bullshit.
0: I think that we should go back retroactively and award proper. Like, you should be able to give the best Oscar to the best song in a movie. Mm-hmm. Because when you go back and ask somebody what's a movie a song from a movie that really stands out to you, it's never a prestigious movie. It's always like like if I were to ask my brother, who of course is the representative Oscar voter, my brother, right? <laughs> the construction <laughs> manager from Tennessee. Um, if I were to ask him what song, he would be like, Oh, Fight to Survive from Blood Sport. That totally deserves a retroactive Oscar. We need to go and do
1: that. The the example I think you are I'm gonna find it here real quick. The example I think you are looking for is, I think it's the 1987 Academy Awards. I got to find it. Hold on. I'm getting there. Computer's being slow.
3: Sorry, I'm going to interrupt while you're looking for that. Yeah. Lego has revealed their 6,000-piece Rivendell set
1: whoa
2: That's to fucking time we're gonna come back to that Hang best on, original song I'm 19... done for today I'm <laughs> d- going to look at this
3: yeah <laughs> no. sorry the F- set will release on March 8th and will cost $500 fine it's about 50,
1: fucking time 59th Academy Awards 1987 winner Take My Breath Away from Top Gun also oh, nominated like,
3: roof tile patterns and everything we'll
1: Glory of Love me, we'll from start. Karate Kid Park t- Part 2 somewhere out there from an American tale.
3: I think the actual problem is we don't have songs that play over the credits that describe what you just saw in the movie. That's, that's what true. I like.
0: I want didactic summary songs that play mm. over, just in case I get through the movie and I was unclear on what happened. Like, Is that not
1: been... what 3-6 Mafia won for? They,
0: they, they did, but it should be like every Fast and Furious movie should have a word-for-word, point-for-point point plot summary at the end of the movie. <laughs> I see. It says like,
1: when they took that vault, no, what, what you are, what you are actually describing is like what Will Will Smith used to do for his movies. This is Wild Wild West the song, correct? Why do you think they were wildly popular? I <laughs> you and say successful? Wild Wild, like Wild West the song, the movie as Wild Wild, Wild, Wild West, West
3: was not a song.
0: <laughs> the
2: blockbuster <laughs> smash that we still talk about, Wild Wild West.
0: Yeah.
3: Giant fucking spider in the third. yeah.
2: Holly, it looks like this is the seventh biggest Lego set ever.
3: Where does it rank in terms of uh, proximity to the Death Star set? Uh,
2: it looks like it's the thir- it is the It would be third biggest in the Star Wars universe. It's smaller than the biggest Falcon, smaller <gasps> than the biggest Walker, but bigger than the Death Star.
3: Smaller than the biggest Falcon.
2: Also, it's bigger than Hogwarts, because should be. Yep. First, first
0: Don't on the block.
3: Don't see any reason why not
0: also joining us uh let's see there is we're still in the intro that's
3: right big dog you got it we are we said we were doing white stripes this time yes
0: yes my uh let's see ex-wife and former drummer
3: but also sister
0: and sister holly anderson um from detroit she only wears white and red uh and on huskers yes and on the ones and twos as always my brother michael server
2: oh look at that ryan you're like you're like a third string distant brother server's I'll, the brother brother
1: i don't i don't have a problem brother. with that i want to be no, very he <laughs> clear
2: yeah, he's fine he's fine with that but that means you're not server's brother
1: oh well
3: okay so all right new your new resolution one of the three of you is going to develop an iota of self-worth this year and i don't care who we're gonna do one. it pick one
1: uh, let's can okay, it be Spencer? Let's make it be Spencer. It'll oh, be a, no, no, no third of no. each of us. Like the that's tri-fos. gonna be that's okay, gonna be a problem.
0: Sure. No, I'm too old. That's just putting bad coal on a good fire. You don't want that. <laughs> the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting to the age where it's just not worth the investment. You know, for a number of things, you're like, do we well, get him t- a new you're, car? You're, you're, you're like, oh.
1: emotionally totaled as a person. Is,
3: yeah. <laughs> Spencer <laughs> picks up a toothbrush. He's like, oh, this will see me out.
0: Yeah. I saw a stand-up comedian say that that was the Kirkland, when you when you bought pants at Kirkland, that that's when you really know that, you know, you've achieved enlightenment or given up one of the two. You buy Kirkland brand pants. Yeah. Getting to that stage. So, yeah, let's get self-worth. All right, so forward. it's not
1: Spencer. Great. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's
0: not me. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna, Ryan. This is the year we give Ryan. Oh, Jesus. self work. Look at that.
3: Look at that. Yeah, it's off to a great start.
1: I assume we're not picking server because server's doing fine. Oh, no, he's fine. I'm the favorite son.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Call me
0: to complain about (laughs) Spencer. And it can't be me because
3: I have too much self-worth. All
0: right, fine. The idea of anyone calling anyone else to complain about me seems strange because I hear complaints. Like Noah has do a problem you? giving me them. Okay, how's this? A plain I know the complaints get addressed
1: to me. Hold on, I want to see I want to see I in- want to see if I can do this with a straight face. Okay. Nobody would ever complain about you to somebody. else. So. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: if they, That if, wouldn't happen. That just seems like far too much volume attached to me as a subject. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be Spencer. You're right. Yeah, it's not going to be me. <laughs> not gonna I'm be not even worth having haters <laughs> that's it why would i have so many better targets for haters you know have you can cons- have you considered yeah no i can point are they you on to the different- show yeah stay oh. in the room no not in the room no <laughs> betty, this is hey, betty. On she's show. This is right here betty needs one hater
3: Ab- she has one dude oh, they're yeah. from ohio yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> fucking losers oh. um
3: she's still alive bitches and that right?
0: So to get, to get into this, because of course nothing is happening in the sports world this week, so we're going to talk about Iowa football. But to get into this, I wanted to state, it, just everybody, if we could share our favorite fail son, our favorite nepotism case in college football, because this sport is rife with people whose primary asset on the resume is their last name and their ability to text dad and get a job or their uncle or their grandfather, or call someone who was known by either of them to get a gig. And at times it can be merely uncomfortable. And at times it can be a debacle, completely unmooring your program, bringing down long successful regimes, and serving as an embarrassment to your team program and an aggravation for the fan base of the highest order. I have many good picks, but I'll let someone else pick first.
3: am he not merciful?
0: I know
2: I know because I have like nine
1: not, make somebody pick I so, am so still this
2: w- is uh, not the one in the news is what no we're building
0: up not
1: here. the one in the news
0: because I, I think that that's right now the most acute and spectacular because we've managed to create a litmus test for degree of fail son that the institution gave us in this case all right. Right. so J- jason do you have how many do you have a bowdens favorite?
2: are on your list
0: all of them okay Good. but not but, right but not but, but in a particular order
2: in a particular order <laughs> right uh i'm guessing three yeah okay well there go all of mine <laughs> who is who is your favorite bowden fail son well as holly said jeff of course it's gotta be it's jeff it's gotta be jeff
3: are we hating specifically because he made hundreds of thousand of dollars over a period of years only playing xbox with recruits absolutely we are we would love that job give it to us Dude. um i actually have a different one mm. i am still waiting for somebody at nbc to utter the words and now you know at the, at the start of a game anthony's over thrown from studio ah and now we hand over to the best reporter available for the job, Jack Collinsworth. <laughs> just say it straight face. Just say it one time. They- <laughs> say it one time. Jack
0: Collinsworth, obviously the best candidate for the job. Period.
3: You both spell your names like idiots.
0: A job that nobody would want, clearly, right? Mm. And that nobody yeah. works just, really hard just say for. It,
3: one, so one person on NBC, say it one time and now we go to the best available reporter jack collinsworth
0: you know what i think the saddest part about that is is that not only is that like a shameful nepotism hire and has been ever since he popped up doing the kentucky derby etc the worst part about it is this that one of the reasons that they keep him and this is bad for jack too is that he's
2: cheap
3: Uh uh-huh that's it why is he so cheap (laughs) because he's young
2: is there a... fortunately
3: there are no other young reporters on television
2: is, is that a reflection of the level of demand from other outlets is that what's going on there probably not the market makes no mistakes jason is what i'm
0: saying well, evidently yeah, this is the network
3: here. of cnbc so i feel like they would know
2: yeah jack collinsworth they, like, well, so I G- will no longer see NBC if they keep him. That that guy on the freaking <laughs> sidelines nailed it. But I'm trying to Absolutely watch the darn Notre Dame games. I want to hear Drew Brees speaking, not Jack Collins. Oh. Is he still doing that shit?
3: <laughs> okay, maybe he was the best reporter available. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying.
2: Back. I'm saying it was a it was a grim selection there. <laughs> I just want to see one day they're
0: going to to NBC in.
3: football. It could always be worse.
0: I can only think of one person I want on a not- calling a Notre Dame game for commentary in the color section, and that mm. is. Da-da-da-da-da. golden tate that's it golden
2: tate cuz what golden about golik is... junior
0: yeah golik junior well, of course he would do a good job i think he deserves better than that
2: well i'm uh, no 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 i i think we're going for we're going for memes and comedy like mm. see if see if see if golik junior can get the degree revoked <laughs> golik <laughs> junior the <laughs> old stunts son. and whatever
1: my choice <laughs> is randy moss randy moss on Notre he's Day back <laughs> he's
3: <laughs>
2: back and you can't get rid of him <laughs> And you have so many complaints his West Virginia. Okay, ass. I got it. The five Golic, Irish:
3: Golick Jr. and Fartin R. S.
1: Fartin R. S. Gojo ass.
3: and Randy Moss. But the conceit is that Gojo is Randy Moss's son. <laughs> we never. And it is constantly referenced that he will never live up to his Randy own man. Moss
0: and Mike Moss Jr.
3: <laughs> yeah, Michael Mike, Golick. He's going to hyphenate Michael Golick Moss. Son Mike,
0: of, son Randy, of two
2: two NFL greats. <laughs>
0: They co-parented beautifully. I think he came out nice. We're all very proud of him. All of us, mm-hmm. all very proud. Um, I, I think. I think my Jeff Bowden would have been my my number one with a bullet. In Jeffy, inter- please. Je- I'm sorry,
1: Jeffy. Jeffy. But Jeff, by the way, Jeff stopped, Jeff Jeff didn't like wait to be. Jeff was the one who left. Yes, that's well, the way that was, story goes. Is he walked into his uh-huh. dad's office and was like this is i this is not sustainable. You get a little bit of credit. It took a long time, except, and it took a lot of bad football, hmm. what what no what I want to hear what you said to say
3: Well, except then he's like if if uh if stories about his brother's subsequent gigs were true, yeah, he was coordinating for uh Terry for ages because um one of their parents made him. Take his brother along, like they're going to the pool.
1: Is it is the nepotism different when it's hey, I have to my my dumbass brother, I have to give him something to do versus this is my son and I love him and he's very important to me. I genuinely don't know. But it feels <laughs> I, yeah, like it's I, different. I kinda
3: I almost feel sorry for the ones in the brother situation. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like it's 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 not like it's it's your son, you might be like, you know, okay, he's learning. It, You know when your assistant coaches are fucking up. Like, these guys are not stupid. They know when things are going wrong. This is not a problem that they have. And having to sit there and watch it go wrong and knowing that you're going to hear about it from your wife's sister, whom you love dearly, uh, if... <laughs> You know, knowing, knowing that Allison is going to be on the phone. I, don't, I just picked an Allison. I'm sure they're all married to Allison's. So it just seemed like a thing. Uh, I, I almost feel sorry for those dudes. Because it's not like they don't know that these guys are fucking up.
0: With your brother, though, I feel like there is a greater level of comfort to firing your brother. Because at one level or another, you know your brother's a dumbass.
1: And he knows you're a dumbass, too. He would do it to you. Right, You you grew up
2: beating each other up, most likely. Right. What's a little more? So, really, yeah,
0: the
1: firing
2: is an extension
0: of that fight you had in the playroom (laughs) when you were 14 and 12 and put a hole in the drywall. This is just another (laughs) step in that, right? If
1: anything, this is a much more financially prosperous step.
2: The latest theater of battle in that
0: ongoing war. This is. And there's a part that's probably 98% sad that you have to fire your brother. And there's probably 2% when you fire your brother that's like, gotcha, bitch.
1: I mean, Finally the real the, ah! the real mean brother <laughs> thing to do would be to be a head coach somewhere and every year interview your brother for a coordinator spot and never <laughs> hire him. And be
3: like, sorry, it's, man. Just, oh, to, man. We went, we went yeah. another way. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Tommy Reese was just too impressive, so we got it. Sorry. And we'll somehow every
2: year, like, uh, I mean, you know, it was, hey, we got you the interview. That's good experience. Next year, we can yep. actually meet you. Yep. Like,
1: and hey, remember, the, um, I took you out to lunch. That was fun. We had fun yeah. at TGI Fridays, <laughs> didn't we?
2: <laughs> got to go to Chris <laughs> Nose. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> there's okay. like a a father firing a son. That's like, you're a failed parent, right? Yeah. yeah to some extent. Some you problem. feel like yes. one. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're that's not on really you, you. But you feel like one. A brother firing a brother, it's not on you. That's mom and dad's fault. Yeah. This this of,
1: this of course leads to the only iteration Squeeze I had too when you came out. Of son firing father, Lane Keffron firing Monty. Right. Like which, I don't even know how to unpack that one. That that's that,
2: what, that's the you're the ultimate victor. You're, you're, is, that, is that is that is that Zeus
1: defeating the Titans more or, sure. or less? It is it is yeah, it's, it's,
2: <laughs> it's, it's, kill your masters. There, there's there's a large amount of philosophy <laughs> on which Lane of <laughs> studies Every day via Google image search.
1: Throwing the emperor down the shaft of the <laughs> Death Star. Mm-hmm.
0: Lane is Lane is the Lane is the son who fights back when Cronus tries to eat him. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: gonna uh, kick you in the Lane, throat from inside, Daddy.
0: Lane has not only remember Lane has done two spectacular familial hirings and firings. Remember when Lane was at Tennessee and left to go to USC?
1: He no, nobody did. remembers that. That was real chill.
0: <laughs>
3: you're forget you're also forgetting a third. I uh, probably okay, forgetting
0: Chris. a third. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Chris. Uh-huh. Oh my god, yeah. So, the one I'm talking about is that his brother-in-law, who was his QB coach, David Reeves, didn't know he was taking the job.
3: And he didn't take him to USC. That's right. That's Please right. Please pin this. <laughs> Please his which is Oh, God, this is so great. Because hey. this does not even this does not even line up with the timeline of the divorce. Oh, I was going to say, like,
1: not his brother-in-law anymore,
3: though, is he? <laughs> oh. there, are,
2: there are a few different transactions uh, <laughs> in the works.
3: No, but it, it, it doesn't line up with the divorce in such a way as to suggest that Layla was fine with this and also didn't tell her brother. Right, right. Which is yep. very funny. T- as someone with a little brother, this is it very funny. I, I,
1: I choose but, to believe that Layla was like... You told him, right? And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Well, oh, probably. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. took told- out the trash, right? I think
2: Ed God, did. Stop. Ed told him. <laughs> Ed got right on it.
1: <laughs> I don't know what he said. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: and he also, he also, I think, gently encouraged Chris Kiffin to leave.
3: There we go. Yeah, yeah. his own yeah.
0: brother. Yeah, uh, and take the Cleveland Browns' defensive line job after <laughs> one think,
1: Isn't it talk. so much meter to tell your brother to go work for the Browns than to fire
2: him? <laughs> like I think just pee in my shoes, op- great buddy. Great opportunity for you, Chris. I really, be I, be really the, I just saw this. I thought of you.
1: I think you so would no thrive with, with the Browns. Jesus, there once. fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, go to uh, med school already. God damn! I
2: just looked at the the posting, and you were the first name that came to mind. for God damn, dude. <laughs> no I more just Thanksgiving associate experience. you with the browns
0: <laughs> yeah 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 so um i want to go back a little further because this goes back to uh a holy of holies in the coaching world and has one of the funniest endings to a nepotism saga i have ever heard in my life of all of the sons that Don Shula, the legendary coach of the Miami Dolphins had, all right? No one no one rode the nepotism wagon harder or faster than Dartmouth College graduate Dave Shula. Dave Shula after a career, after one season as a pro, one season where I'm sure it was, please put my 5'11" son at wide receiver. Um after one season as a pro, he only worked for the Dolphins. He went and he was the offensive coordinator and QB coach at the Cowboys for a year where all of the players absolutely despised him, gave him no credit, and he was demoted from that position. After being demoted, by the way, he was hired by the Bengals. and After one season, one, as a wide receivers coach for a not particularly great offense, he was hired as an NFL head coach as an NFL head coach at the age of 32. Oh. He was hired at the age of 32. By who, by who, and
1: this is important. By which storied franchise? But By, by the, the, um, the Bengals.
2: By and, the team and that knew better, having seen his, uh, the, the lackluster offense he'd been a part that's of.
1: That's not the important thing, because the owner of the Bengals, Mike Brown knew that this was the cheapest way to get a head coach. This was 100% the, will you do this for $113,000 a year? <laughs>
0: yes. And did it knowing full well how bad it was. And yet, and yet happened at the age of 32 to hire Dave Shula. Dave Shula was a miserable failure as a head coach. Just absolutely Deplorable, somehow won five games in a season once, and then won seven, won seven, uh, and then, then got fired after going one at six, with a winning record, with a total win-loss, uh, per- winning percentage of
2: .268. Ryan, to your point, this, um, <laughs> that winning percentage was good enough for four and a half years. <laughs> that wouldn't be the case these days, <laughs> but, but the Bengals have been uh, thrifty for a time. Yeah,
0: um, after just one season with Dave Shula, um, Boomer, signed, Boomer Sison decided to go to the New York. <laughs> <laughs> Damning. That's not, but we're not at the funny part of the story.
3: There's something like aggressively non threatening about having be, having him be named Dave, too. It's like he hired his golden retriever. <laughs>
2: By the way, if I could give you.
3: He's a very good boy.
2: If his I name is David me. Donald.
1: Never uh, heard of it. What? Donald
2: Shula.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you know who? Well, Dave, do you know who Dave, Dave Shula? Dave. Do you know who Dave Shula got the job over? No. Bill Cower. Bill Cower was the other. kid. <laughs> with <team>. oh, <come laughs> The oh, Kansas
2: City
0: Chiefs <laughs>
1: defensive
2: coordinator at the time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Fortunately, that didn't go on to. Um, obviously you know the Bengals missed out on a uh, on a Super Bowl coach but uh, unfortunately it didn't directly affect them this know, having, is, this is a great line a
1: this is a great line I have to emphasize this is from Dave Shula's Wikipedia page Co took the head coaching position with the rival Pittsburgh Steelers that same offseason and went on to have a 22 and nine career record against the Bengals the most wins he had against any team as a head coach this included an eight and one record against Shula. <laughs>
2: Shula lost 50 games faster than any NFL coach in history. <laughs> this is a good wiki.
1: Yeah,
0: this is solid as hell. By the way, I'm going to give you a headline that I don't want to embellish on. Leonard Shapiro, October 27, 1992, in the Washington Post. For David Shula, comma, a legacy of victory.
2: Mm.
1: So listen, you have to admit that in every game David Shula coached, a team won.
2: Mm-hmm
1: it's true <laughs> he, was, but we're, he was part of many wins we're, we're not even we're not even to
0: the best part Okay. after he's fired at Cincinnati where does Dave Shula end up Dave Shula naturally goes back into coaching takes a position as an assistant becomes a coordinator works his way up and eventually enjoys success over a 22 year NFL career that's not what happened <laughs> All right, that's not what happened. What actually happened was Dave Shula went to work for Shula's Steakhouse. Yeah, is what baby. he did. He is the only man to ever eject from an NFL head coaching job and go into cooked beef.
3: And, and still, tory Levine s- went into chicken. Yeah, still, he wanted, yeah. S- so was much happiness. S-
1: still had to be a nepo baby, even in that career. Couldn't go work for another steak chain. Had to work for dads. The restaurant industry is the one place where you can literally walk in the door pleading
0: with no connections. They'll be like, go wash dishes. Or else am I going to get a a job job job
2: at a steakhouse in America?
0: (laughs) No. Anyone can walk in. You can walk in with a handgun strapped to your face. They would be like, (laughs) so
1: can you work the grill? (laughs) Hey, All right, face. so you're back at house, is what I'm seeing. You're back at house, gun yeah.
2: faced, we, Can you work Friday nights? I don't think you're a hostess, but how do you feel about working brunch this Sunday? Blam blam. That's how he says yes.
1: Are you willing to work in our Ocala location? <laughs> Clearly, you yes. no. are.
3: Shout out to our uh, shout out to our uh, Twitter friend One Lung Dave. Yeah. At this time. <laughs> Hey, why are you called one long day? Oh, very interesting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why are we talking about Dave Shula again? I got lost. Oh, we're talking about Dave Shula because I think he's my favorite nepotism case. Uh, okay.
0: Until gotcha. this week.
1: Until this week. Until, Until this week. <laughs> week. <laughs> Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose, and if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious, and they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared for decades until he reemerged triumphantly as an app and website gametime.co now tim who accidentally added an e to his name when registering can offer you last minute ticket deals to nba playoff games baseball concerts and more
0: ryan how good does it feel to dust off those 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 legal muscles and and dive into
3: the i wish y'all could see ryan just like calmly flexing and beaming beatifically right now growing it's, size.
1: it's so all right so here's the here's the part where if you haven't been paying attention a thing happened in the last uh i don't know 24 hours as of when we're recording this uh brian Ference. The offensive coordinator of your Iowa Hawkeyes, and they are yours, and you bear responsibility. In trouble, they're my Iowa Hawkeyes. Had his his contract amended uh, in a few ways. Um, It has has been basically set up so that he's going to be the offensive coordinator through June 30th, 2024. And If he meets following two very simple, not very complicated performance objectives, he will go back on a two-year rolling agreement, where basically every, I think every year they keep adding a year um, so that you can coach at Iowa until you die, and maybe longer, frankly. Um, And if he doesn't meet these, his contract will terminate. Now, I should say, lots of Iowa Iowa Twitter has already pointed out, like, well, that doesn't mean Kirk just can't re-sign him. So this doesn't necessarily mean this will be the end of Brian Ferentz at Iowa. But
3: didn't they also dock his pay like fifty grand?
1: They did, but they had also they raised it not, not that long ago. So yeah. uh, yes, he was getting paid nine hundred thousand dollars a year, um, and they
3: decided to give him more, which is a searing indictment.
1: And now he's down to uh, eight fifty. But. If he meets these requirements, which we still haven't gotten to yet, but we will, he'll go up to 925 a year. Here's what, here's what um, Iowa is asking of Brian Ferentz for the 2023-24 football season. <clears throat> number one, the team must average at least 25 points per game. And
3: <laughs> number
1: two, the team must win at least seven games, including a possible bowl game
3: is about a personal essay. <laughs> no. So,
1: 25 points. Yeah. Yeah. Go go ahead, Jason. Does that
2: include points scored by not the offense because I only ask, I wouldn't ask this for most teams, but Iowa in particular, their um, their meager scoring output this past season was boosted by, uh, I'm going to guess, the country's most prolific scoring defense, yeah. which was none of Brian Ferentz's um, uh, coaching acumen coming into play.
1: Um, I don't think that's fair. I think they practice against his offense. That okay. probably boosts their confidence and uh, teaches okay. them you. Iron that. sharpens
0: iron. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um- um,
1: it, it, at best, this agreement is unclear, and I think the fairest reading is just that the team must do it. The, t- the word team is not defined. There is nowhere that says the team means the There's offense. There's no Brian thing. team. Correct. <laughs> Brian.
3: <Ferentz's laughs> right. team.
1: Um So, So, yes, it is entirely conceivable that through a combination of punt returns and safeties and pick sixes, Iowa could reach this measure... And theoretically never score an offensive touchdown, sure. Yes. On the board yes. here. That's what we want. Love it. Um, other things that are on the board here, just the specter of Iowa running up the score late in games <laughs> that they've already got in hand because they have to. Because they know they can't get to the Nebraska game averaging what? 23.8 <laughs> points a game. Because that's exactly when they will fuck this up and not get there.
0: What, absolutely right. What makes you think they could do it? I'm not uh, saying they I, can.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying they can. But I am saying they'll try. And, and listen, running up the score for Iowa may mean things like other team is kneeling and defense is trying to rip the ball out. Mm. Hey, what's <laughs> with on the
3: schedule during this time?
1: That's a great question. Let's go ahead and pull that up. Iowa is, 2023 football schedule. While we're Let's doing see. that, I also yeah. want
2: to propose that it is in when we use the word they... Um, I think there is there are two people here who are going to be very invested in making sure that this team scores um, 300 points in the regular season, <laughs> but the players themselves have every incentive to hey we're we're up by three that's plenty we're yep. parking the bus
1: yep um, to to before we get to the schedule very briefly to set the context ever so slightly the 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 Iowa Hawkeyes in 2022 averaged as a team spencer do you would you like to hazard a guess
0: as a team i would say they averaged 18 points a game
1: yeah 17.7 okay like rounding up that counts so so we are talking about a fairly like a touchdown a game is not nothing on the other hand this would bring them to uh let's go ahead and pull this number up one second So, if they get to 25 points a game, that would have put them tied with Arkansas State, above Central Michigan and Mizzou, and Auburn did not score 25 points a game, and just below Rice, Southern Miss, New Mexico State, and Troy. They would be squarely in the 80s in college football. This is not... This is not get us a average. This they are asking Brian Ferentz to build them a below average football team, and that's within FBS. To say nothing of like the Power Five, the Big Ten. They're just saying give us a below average offense, but not this below average. You went you went way too far.
0: In writing, yes, in in they writing, have quanti- they have quantified just how shitty you are. By establishing
1: your excellent gold standard at worse than mid, so here's here's the biggest problem, and this, and then I'll get to uh, Holly. We'll do the schedule because I want to talk about last year's schedule first. If you did this for last year's Iowa team, they win eleven games. The defense <laughs> is good enough, and and holds enough teams. They only got outscored. They only had a, an opponent score more than twenty five against them two times michigan did it and iowa state did it every other game on the schedule they'll win it means you beat nebraska 25 24 you beat northwestern 25 13 you beat them 33 13 so i guess northwestern is going to help you in this regard um but yeah this this in a weird way this would work Anyway, let brings let's you up to the yeah. wait,
2: once every five years, like, oh, Correct. no, Iowa's and <clears throat> no situation. Correct.
1: Correct. Holly, here we go. Iowa starts the year with uh, Utah State at home. Okay. Then they've got Iowa State uh, in Ames. Then they've got Western Michigan at home. Now we get to the Big Ten part of the schedule. First of all, let's stop there. Utah State, Iowa State, Western Michigan. How do, you, how do you all feel about their chances to get to 25 points on average across that stretch?
3: It's... Po- a lot of things are possible.
2: <laughs> I think they make it once.
1: You think they only score 25 points once in that stretch?
2: Yeah. I'll go twice in there. Um, okay. You have Utah State and WNU are, for two straight years, highly depleted. Um Iowa State was excellent on defense last year, partly because they got to play Iowa, but um, also kings of like the one-score game, right? And so also, this is, you yeah. know, that game is just guaranteed to be either nine to two or five hundred to three hundred. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go just two out of that three there. Okay.
1: All right. <clears throat> then we've got the following. Let's do them three at a time. Penn State. Oh no. Michigan State. <laughs> Purdue. Are we oh, getting gracious. to twenty five in any of these games? It's Michigan State. Okay.
2: Um They're bad.
0: Yeah, they're not good. They're really not good. But that means so little here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it means so little even though they beat the shit out of them last year. You know what? Alright, so they'll get to twenty five against Michigan State. I feel good about that. I think they'll get to twenty five against Purdue as well. So two out of three there.
1: Okay, this year they beat Purdue twenty-four-three.
2: So <laughs> that's <what did> you <laughs> so close. Agony. Possible,
1: possible. Oh. Certainly not not greatly hurting the effort. Last year they lost to Purdue seven to twenty-four. So uh, okay, next three Wisconsin mm. road game that one uh, home against Minnesota. And I don't know if this matters. I'll let you decide. At Northwestern, but at Wrigley Field. Oh god. Oh
3: god, that's You know what? <laughs> that's a wrinkle. shorter Okay, shorter field with the weird end zones. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> we're yeah. actually okay. Gonna, We're going to make him play on a 60-yard field. <laughs> <laughs> is, yep. is there a closet? Everybody's
3: using the same end zone, somebody gets confused. Yeah. I'll take it.
0: Okay. I like your idea that there's a seven point swing based off somebody <laughs> getting confused by the wind <laughs> in the end zones right now. Yes. Oh!
2: An additional factor there is um you know, regardless of how good Northwestern is, they're never good. Um still their entire thing is about limiting the game to like six plays. Yep. Mm. And now they're in a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. That's an under.
3: Okay. I love it. Yeah, um, I I mean I'll, I love it for us.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna and by the way the just on,
0: on trend, the Minnesota-Iowa game this year was 13-10 Hawkeyes. So, uh And they really don't cruise real fast against this Minnesota team that plays at a pretty deliberate pace. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is our first stretch where I'm going 0 for 3. Okay, They're not hitting 25 in any of these.
1: <clears throat> Last three games. Two home games ending with a road game. Rutgers, yes. Illinois, Nebraska, bad all around. hmm Um, Rutgers, I feel like has been very uh, generous against. Like Rutgers is the game where it's like this is one where at halftime it'll be like ten to three, and then Rutgers will be like, here are two pick sixes. Sure. They'll they'll yeah. they'll help you get there. I
3: Illinois. Think, uh,
2: <laughs> Well, I think, so Rutgers, you're, you're, you know, in a generic year, you're circling that as like, that's the game we make up ground. Yeah. But no, all, Rutgers is kind of what Northwestern wants to be. A shitty team sure. that makes you shitty.
1: Right. Yeah. So. I it reminds like you they, of.
2: They return, you know, most of their non-bad players. Illinois won this year's matchup nine to six. <laughs> nine
0: <laughs> to six. Which, while leaving Kirk Ferentz fully erect for the entirety of the game. <laughs> was still a loss and very far from 25 points.
3: Upsetting.
1: It's not Upsetting. just that it was 9-6. to six. <clears throat> It's that, so, this is a game in which every score was a field goal, and every field goal was under 40 yards. 27-32, yes. 37-27-36. <laughs> yes,
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so many useless yards.
3: Hey, where do you find more useless yards than in Chicago?
1: Wow, that's a good point. Um
0: leading to the finale leading which to I nebraska really, i really yeah. think could be the determining like it feels like
3: god i hope i hope this hangs in it i hope this hangs in the balance i hope this is it <laughs> i hope this is the answer hey guys we got a score 25 for brian who's we <laughs> Who, who's brian um how do you it how is- good do you think this is for staff morale like is brian just an all-time great hang I
1: what's gonna be what's gonna be fun is like every time they score I don't know twenty six points a game even if they lose they're gonna dump Gatorade on Brian's head they're
3: gonna <laughs> like, yeah we did it yeah even but it's gonna be not. like Bronx cheery. like when yes he, you know he took the training wheels off
1: yes it's gonna be we didn't very unclear to bed all they're... week
3: so you get to go to Dave and Buster's yeah it's it's it,
1: at some point the line is gonna become very blurry as to whether we are happy for or laughing at.
2: I just want to each week to go big picture here. I think I'm going to make a spreadsheet or something like a, we need like a little thermometer that fills up. Cause like, it doesn't matter when the <laughs> points are scored. We Correct. need 300 points. Yes. Mm-hmm. It could yeah. be, it could be zero all year and then 300 on Nebraska and he's good if they somehow win seven are games. We gonna prices, are we
0: going to do the prices? Are we going to do the prices right mountain climber, but for Brian Ference's point total? hundred
3: percent. Yes. Yeah. Yolehio. Yeah. Yolehio. yeah. Um, it
2: go down? <laughs> Aren't there things that make it go down? I think that's Planko. Yeah, that's Planko. Well, Planko's nothing but down. No, but the, mount, oh. yeah, the mountain climber okay. just goes up, 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 and then if you go over, he goes, yo!
1: And that's, in this case, that's, mm, that's, that's, an, that's, that's an extension. That's, yeah, that's,
2: that's Brian what I'm taking, yes. Brian, Brian <laughs> taking the head coaching job. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. S- so it should be noted that the two names you didn't hear on that schedule are Ohio State and Michigan. Mm. So... It is fair to say that if there is a year where Iowa can set this incredibly low standard, incredibly low, and hit it like they have lined it up as best they can with the schedule Mm. that they have.
2: Yeah, the non-con is um, as good as it can be, considering you have to play Iowa State. Yep. You Yeah. Playing Penn State sucks, but... You're, you're avoiding poss- probably an even better team and you're avoiding Ohio State altogether.
1: I, I guess my thing is, like, I think it's entirely possible this happens because I think this year was just, like, so statistically difficult to do. You look at, you look at these games and it's like, how did you lose multiple games where you held opponents below t- 11 points? That's a thing that happened.
0: I cast must champ.
1: It is very must champy. You're yeah. right. But it, but like I, if I if he yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say if if they get to the, the air and they're like, "Yes, we scored 25.3 points per game and because we're Iowa with that level of output, we won 10 games and made it to the Big 10 championship."
2: In which At, we were shut out. So, we're now we're under 25.
1: At that point, I think I don't think we've really stopped to appreciate that. At that point, Kirk will be like, "Well, uh, I, I listened to the critics. We did. We we made the changes we need to make, and now we're good. And now you can never question my sweet, beautiful Brian ever again."
2: <laughs> it's another has to be like three bad years until we try this shit again. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, you have to it bring is- the
2: offense up to twenty twenty one Iowa standards.
1: It's um I I think the worst outcome for Iowa is if they do this, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm Which saying is... like it would be in the interest of players particularly underclassmen to like just don't tank, but if you're up, yeah. G- you stop. So
3: <laughs> business I have, decision. I have
2: a yeah. theory. Okay.
0: Why 25 points? That's a very it, Are you about to numerology those, this shit?
3: Because of all those games they won by 24 last year. <laughs> or they they got 24 last year. I so think
2: it is bec- so 2021 they scored
3: Wait. Question 2021 for-
2: they scored 23.4. Um so 31.8 the year before that. So it's basically at 25.8 in 2019. So like in the Where- Iowa Brain Trust's mind, mid 20s it, it tw- 24.9 in 2016. Like in their mind that's the good number 25 to 30 is the sweet spot
3: so my question would be if they had hit that number last year yeah where would that have put them in the league
1: um they would have gone to the big 10 championship no okay. question yeah okay. yeah yeah my and
3: so in terms of yeah. whether we're asking a lot
2: <laughs> i think the things to adjust there well i guess it doesn't matter if we're just saying change number but like no. More touchdowns mean fewer tremendous punts, which means fewer safeties. So points are also coming off the board, um and fewer like short possessions to set up great punts to score more safeties. So I think for each touchdown you're losing four points worth of safety.
3: Is Gary Barter trying to tank Iowa's Ray Guy Legacy? Wow.
0: <laughs> My theory but I hate her. is that they wanted is that in his head, Kirk Francis is like, "What's an unattainable number?"
2: <laughs> I want rid of my son, I'm giving him. And you break. think he picked twenty five? You don't
3: think you don't think he's gone if Kirk wants him gone? In Bullshit.
2: His, in his well, he mind. reports to Gary Barda technically. So Kirk, Kirk <laughs> yeah, can, <laughs> sorry, I sorry. Sorry, can't do it. No, no, I can't do it. This is all Gary Barda. Kirk's. Kirk, yeah, principal.
1: wait. I want to. I want pause I, I for a Fifty
2: points, but you think yeah.
1: you think Kirk picked twenty-five because that's the one that gets this done? He can't get there.
3: Oh <laughs> my god! It's and the biggest number
2: right. Kirk fans can imagine. Like, imagine him thinking oh, about. Yeah. Imagine it him was. like anticipating a football game <laughs> having thirty-five points. Yeah. What? No, <laughs> that shouldn't happen. <laughs> oh this gosh, is, something went is, wrong there.
0: Maybe. Maybe. This is. So this is like
3: He's pulling a Rumpelstiltskin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. when you have an eight-year-old and they're like you have all the money in the world right like five hundred dollars and you're like yes there's
1: <laughs> there's a much there's a much sadder way to arrive at this number and that is that like like all contracts this was negotiated which means that at some point the representative for brian parents i don't <laughs> know who it is it might be brian himself sat down and said If it's 29, we walk. If it's 29, (laughs) that's that's unreasonable and we walk. You
2: you can kiss my ass.
1: I'm not scoring four touchdowns and then some a game. Fuck you, buddy. I'll take take (laughs) one of the many jobs
2: being offered to me if you dare me to score 26 points per game.
1: Shula Steakhouse is hiring for a manager right now, and I will be out of here in five minutes unless you bring this down. I wanted it. 19. (laughs) Ference Farms is calling. That's right.
0: That's the other thing. At one point, they had to go to the other end of the
2: spectrum, and they had to be like 20. Yes. 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 (laughs) That's an improvement by a whole safety per game. Right. At one point,
0: he had to be like, listen, time of possession is an important stat. I know some
2: people (laughs) poo-poo it. (laughs) We're making a quarterback change. You know how difficult those are? yeah <laughs> we're losing a lot of defenders we are not going <laughs> to score as many points on defense
1: um so because i'm a bad person and because i like to torture adam kramer on twitter i looked up what the new york jets would have done in 2022 if Whoa. they averaged if they averaged 25 points a game you I do think have they a certain
3: were... meanness of spirit that i, I really like and
1: i i don't know what's wrong with me sometimes I think but, it, but i'm no, also it's not my going to change thing about you thank you um if the New York Jets, who this year went seven and ten, if they had scored twenty-five points a game, they would have gone fourteen and
2: three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, they, they See, would have we're gone. Aiming for excellence. Not only would they have gone fourteen and it three, tickles. they would have they would have gone undefeated in division play and won the AFC East, walking away. No questions asked. <laughs> Easy <EC Fine. laughs> Championship. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if this works out, Brian Ferentz needs to go coordinate that offense and really bring it all together. Hey, Brian Ferentz, tw- Aaron Rodgers, succeeding together for the city of New York like never before.
2: I mean, did Rodgers score 25 a game this year? Why, I mean, like really. Yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah, a good I don't point. Know.
0: Instead, they had Zach Wilson throw the ball to the guy in the third row every other down
1: hey that's he's far away it's hard to do
0: hey you know what three things can happen when you throw the ball and one of them is the guy in the third row and that's not a turnover so that's good
1: uh to answer your question the packers only scored 25 points one two three four five six seven times i
2: wonder if that is it yeah looking at it now iowa at scoring 25 points a game in the nfl would have been behind only the chiefs bills eagles cowboys lions niners and bengals (laughs) Like that is a playoff grade offense if <laughs> if the Ferences can get Iowa to twenty five.
1: Do you remember? Like we should stop, listener, and remind you that there was a time. Stop. Mm-hmm. Where oh. when whenever the NFL coaching carousel got wound up in the same way that Jim Harbaugh has floated this way now, Kirk Ferentz would randomly get, get for heat the for jobs. Chiefs <laughs> job. Yes. It was yeah. specifically the yes, Chiefs job. That's, right. that's right.
2: Repeatedly. That's and right. And then they hired like you know then then they brought in the most college brain pro coach who's like who, who's just an absolute perfect fit for the most space age offense in all of football um and like my god can you imagine the alternate reality where instead of andy reed you hired kirk ferens
1: hello patrick oh, well, mahomes i'm patrick kirk ferens and i'd like to kirk introduce Farrans. you to your fullback you're gonna be oh, handing god. the ball to him a lot you're
2: gonna be spending a lot of time <laughs> together
0: you know a good way to keep you upright and protect you son hand off to the fullback that's right the Chiefs
3: down fullback time, buddy. Yes, the that's chi- right. That show makes me so sad. The
0: Chiefs for a while were on some serious like fuck point shit. They hired Herm Edwards. Sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh,
3: yeah.
2: Every NFL team's had a stint or two like that. I think they don't they usually last for decades, like Iowa's yeah. going away.
1: <laughs> but to be fair, the Chiefs did for a long time. So over yeah. various regimes. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: And I guess it, when there are valid, fairness rumors mixed in, then I think we know what the ideology was. I think the Chief, I think the Chiefs, like many other franchises, just recognized that they needed a long deload period before
0: they scored forty points a game. Mm-hmm. They knew. They felt it in the air. They were like, ah, I feel points coming on. We need several years of warming up for this so we don't Points is anything. like going
1: to a Brazilian steakhouse where you're like, I'm not eating breakfast. No. Yeah, oh. like the, the best
2: offenses, including the Chiefs, Bills, and Lions, is like and Bengals, is like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: These were deserved points. Yeah. And then Andy Reid got there and flipped the button to green. And they just kept bringing it, buddy. <laughs> When I'm full, I'll let you know and turn this thing do- over to the red setting.
1: That means Brian Ferentz 100% would have been an NFL offensive coordinator, too.
3: Yeah. yeah. See, there, he might have thrived. <sighs> he might have. five a game.
2: How many more do you need than that? Yeah, it's true. It's a game of field position. We trust
1: our defense. I'm sorry you don't.
0: My position is sitting up in this booth and being paid
2: $850,000. My position sorry. is over the field.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, your relationship with your defense is fractured. Mine is strong. I hope
0: somebody in the Iowa press corps conference is like, hey, why are you up in the booth? Well, it's so I can see the whole field.
2: Yeah, why? Why? No.
0: Are you I'm suggesting that
3: seeing the whole field will improve? Yeah.
2: Thanks. <laughs> I'm looking through previous Iowa seasons, and the business model has worked in the past. Uh, yes. 1985. 19, 19, yeah. Just to pick a random year, pretty much. Um, uh, points for. Oh no, wait. I was looking at the wrong numbers. Looking at the defense. I take it back. Excuse me. They went 10 and 2 this year, and I was looking at the 15.6, and I was like, see, see. No, that's what they allowed. <laughs> yeah. But, th- so, but this like, actually doesn't work.
1: There are most. I would say most at this point, college football programs have had periods it, like they've had a, they're a pendulum where like they have periods where it's a lot offense maybe not as much defense and they have periods where they lean on the defense a lot. Iowa really has not had any stretch of meaningful modern time where it's like, oh yeah, like Iowa's really just gunning it on offense and oh, like no, defense yeah. whatever.
2: Like, like scrolling like, back the if if it gets much over thirty points per game
3: like th- that's an
2: aberration. Yeah. To create- I just scrolled past an eleven point four.
3: To create more of an uh, uh, to create more of an aesthetic picture, uh, even when Iowa has a fun and gun looking quarterback, what were they scoring under Stansy? Oh wow! Like even when they have the vibes for it, the physical vibes for it. Yeah, what's It's twenty five thirty. Is it's Yeah. Since, it's 30,
2: it's, it's, yeah that's what were what were those the numbers like? Yeah. This is this
1: is what like right. two thousand nine, two thousand ten.
3: Yeah. Iowa. They have you, you have a quarterback with a headband, and this is what you're doing.
1: Right. Right.
2: Let right. me hit you, oh, while you look that up, let me hit you with 1972, in which they finished 123rd in scoring with 9.9.
1: 9. Uh, 2009, Iowa. Finished 11-2, and two, finished 7th in the final AP poll, beat Georgia Tech in the Orange Bowl, 23.2 points per game.
2: <laughs> Ooh, Here we go, I found a top 10 Iowa scoring season. Oh, 1968. They went five All right. See? See? <laughs> See?
3: I understand their aversion to the practice now it is it is
1: irrefutable at this point
0: Just one touchdown a quarter that's
1: hey
2: uh, a top five season holy shit 26 <laughs> points a game in 1968 and one
1: 26 that's all we need um, I was I, I think the best way to explain this I career passing touchdown leader is Chuck long who played from 1981 to 1985. And threw seventy touchdowns.
2: Nineteen fifties Iowa was a fucking monster. This is a top <laughs> ten offense for four years in a
1: row. Did, did he get
3: five seasons for those seventy touchdowns, or? Uh,
1: let's see. <clears throat> do do, do. Um, They're spread out over four, but they're they're oh. they it's it's four meaningful ones, yeah. Wow. ended with a 26 touchdown season in 1985. It's when, it's when we
0: play everyone's favorite game, Texas Tech quarterback in one season or Iowa football entire team one season.
1: And this is this is this is maybe like the peak dream of what Iowa could be. In the 1985 Iowa Hawkeyes went 10 and 2, scored 36.7 points per game. That was second in the nation and held opponents to 15.6.
2: Let me give you the Lost
1: foresight. the Rose lost the Rose Bowl to UCLA. Nineteen thirty
2: seven Iowa, one hundred and seventeenth in scoring with four point five. <laughs> 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 the average game was fifteen to four. <laughs> That's so
0: stupid. You hit seventeen points. Like, oh my <laughs> god, nineteen
2: thirty-one, last in the country with zero point nine points per game. <laughs>
1: this is it. Yes. The perfect yes. Iowa. Which, football which season. year is this?
2: 1931. They scored against non-major George Washington, and that's yeah. it.
1: That's this pretty is it. good. This is it. That's pretty good. <laughs> Bur- Coach Burton Ingwersen. Yeah. All these coaches <laughs> were auto-generated
0: yeah. back then. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he. What is that? When your coaching philosophy doesn't even get to like step three? What do you do? We play hard. We play real hard.
2: Also, that guy had been around a long time. He knew better. You no better than to try. Never score.
1: Man, they got fucking trashed. Absolutely trashed. Naturally, the closest loss was a 7-0 loss to Nebraska. Iowa and Nebraska have always been this way together. Dancing,
2: <laughs> dancing like this for a long time.
1: <laughs> always been this way together.
0: Going to get together and play real football. Real Two sticky football.
1: Wow, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh, here it is. 1900. Iowa led the
2: nation in scoring. Uh, also, thirty-eight
1: point nine. Uh, Holly, yes. you know who you know who drafted Ricky Stanzi, right?
3: Mm, Chiefs,
1: the Kansas City Chiefs. That's correct.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Was there
0: just a stretch there where they were just getting the most Yahoo ass white boy possible? Like, oh, I oh! Like they, they drafted Brody Croyle too.
3: They drafted they, Tyler Bray. That's how it's. Yeah. guess. they
1: drafted <laughs> Aaron Murray. They yeah, they did draft a lot of like. Hey, for a while, the, the draft profile of Chiefs quarterback was um, former boyfriend of your sister that everyone hated. Like, that's <laughs> what they
3: were looking for. That is, man, if that ain't Aaron Murray. <laughs> if that ain't
1: Tyler Bray. <laughs> I, I,
3: I, everybody, families love Tyler Bray. Anties love Tyler Bray.
2: Not the responsible ones. I think aunties themselves like dating Tyler Bray. No Mm -hmm. one wants
3: their sister dating Tyler Bray. That is what I mean.
1: I would also like to congratulate Iowa on a week where we should be talking about the fact that Alabama has hired two coordinators. (laughs) Yeah. And Spencer, who are those two coordinators?
0: Uh, Two coordinators, Tommy Reese coming over from Notre Dame to be the new offensive coordinator. And return with a V. Embrace tradition.
1: <laughs> Former Tennessee head coach. Former Tennessee head coach. Uh, It's technically true. Do <laughs> technically we, do we wanna... For a month in April or something. Dude, I'm so glad you mentioned this because
0: I get to go back to my favorite underplayed storyline in recent college football management history, which is...
1: Pension quest <laughs> Alright, Kevin Steele is the other answer Kevin I, Steele I say all this to say <laughs> On a week when we should be like Holy shit Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele Have been handed the keys By Nick Saban Instead we get to talk about Brian fucking Ferentz okay. Having um, to score it could be Eight worse. field goals a We could be talking about Tom Brady That's true
2: I like that Yeah uh, uh, Brian Ferentz like, is probably the guy We talked about most this football season And here we are again Can't get <laughs> Can't get enough. Heck, we're talking about him right we're now. We're talking about him right now, brother. <laughs> commercial <laughs> must commercial <laughs> must be working. Seriously, honest, exactly. <laughs> if a month ago yeah. we had set out and ranked the funniest defensive coordinators Nick Saban could possibly hire, Kevin Steele would have been on our list, and we would have been joking. Yeah, we would have been completely joking. I and mean, it happened.
1: I mean, it's also it's he does love us. Spencer, who turned down this job to go to the NFL and go to the Saints instead.
3: Um, Another down, guy on the, our list. Turndowns are a real interesting way to phrase. Okay, all that, right, that's
1: fair. That's fair.
3: Not in the, maybe in like the was not nonsense. offered.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think it's funnier if we say he turned it down. Say, say, I say how about this? How, about that, how about in, this?
2: Couldn't come to terms. Yeah, that's what it is.
1: I think
0: he just walked in, got distracted, started fighting with his own reflection in the window. <laughs>
1: shadow! Ah! Threat! Pounce! I
2: cast Pounce. I'll choke you
1: one of these days, you fucking shadow! <laughs> I hurt my hands again. There's got to be a trachea in there somewhere. Plate glass window, apply directly to the forehead! Todd Grantham, Saints defensive coordinator. The NFL continues to just be... <laughs> the greatest league in the world. We love yeah. it.
2: We love it.
0: Yep.
1: But no, yep. we're talking about Brian Ferentz. Um, the end, I just the middle to, of the field's open. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin,
2: Kevin Steele. Um, for, for, any, for any newcomers to uh, to college football, um, this was uh, one of the worst head coaches in Baylor history, which is saying a lot. That, that was a long time ago. Now, that's only part of the resume. Um, the resume includes giving up 70 points in a bowl game, uh, um, to whom? To whom? <laughs> that would be the the, uh, the West Virginia Clemson game. Yeah, um, coached by Dana. Dana. Dana put seventy on him, brother. Gino put seventy. <laughs> on him too. Okay, yeah, attributed a tri- uh, of the C L C Hawks <laughs> yeah. or or whoever his name is. Um, yeah. And then since then, it just bounced around sort of like a ambulance chaser seeking out like scandal plagued regimes that he can attempt to uh, t- attempt to uh, emerge atop uh, briefly, including a successful bid as uh, as Tennessee interim, by-, by which I mean, he gained the interim tag. It was also the interim at Auburn the year before that. Yeah. Um, and now Dude, is uh,
3: I mean, gosh, the man
2: thing. in line for the throne at Alabama. <laughs>
3: That's not even the thing we remember him for the most, is it, kids?
0: That is not even the thing we remember him for, uh, remember him for most. I remember <laughs> by when which he, I mean dads when he was an assistant at Nebraska, and this
3: is in Sports Illustrated. You can look it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is not apocryphal. No, 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 no. Uh, Riley Washington.
3: This was in a magazine.
0: Riley Washington was uh, charged with an attempted second-degree murder and use of a weapon to commit a felony uh, in a shooting. When Washington pulled his gun and fired, allegedly saying, "Your life is gone," when he did this,
3: it's a really stupid thing. That's a stupid phrase.
0: It sounds like a poorly a translated thing. Hong Kong action phrase. Yeah. That's action exactly movie, what I was right? going yeah. <laughs> yeah. to say. Your anime life is anime gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Make your um,
1: make American port of a Japanese video game. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: death has arrived. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sick. It is pretty sick. He handed right. that, uh, that. Yeah, Put the that guy, on the shirt. Yeah. The the guy uh the guy did not die. They when Steele found out about it from Washington. Washington still had the gun involved in it. Washington Steele said, and this is how you know he is an O.G. college football coach. He said, "Yeah, you better give that gun to me for safekeeping." And they put it in the safe in the Nebraska football office. whose
3: office? Tom Osborne. Yep.
0: <laughs> so is that
2: safekeeping?
3: That's true, <laughs> Coach.
2: Yeah, we'll
0: hold Put it in the governor's anyway,
3: safe. <laughs> He'll do great at Alabama. <laughs> Usually they have GAs to do this, but, you know.
2: Yeah. Took a I 20. love this resume. Tennessee, 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 New Mexico State, Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Nebraska, Carolina Panthers... And then all college from then on out, like eighteen hundred different colleges. That's jobs. just
3: so many different coaches. allergies. The One Panthers. are. with the Panthers. <laughs> the Panthers are kind of low
1: key, like the what head coaches are to the Chargers, assistants are to the Panthers. Yeah. Like yeah. you can find most assistant coaches are like, yeah, I did six months with the Panthers. Yeah, we
3: probably did that at some point. Me and
1: the wife were going through a rough patch, so I just crashed <laughs> with the Panthers for a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the guy that Kevin Green attacked on the sideline at carolina at mm. one point mm-hmm. he is a guy who i believe he has been vegetarian for over 20 years on a dare somebody dared him to go vegetarian for a week and he liked it so much that he kept going was it nick saban i hope so okay that's it not was... as
3: funny as doing it on a dare the entire time yeah it was not
1: Jer- it was not jeremy Pruitt who does not know what vegetables are
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a good week i lost a lot of weight <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt's like, are dirty a dirty plants? Like looking, at, you know, it strikes him as the most ridiculous thing you could do. Yeah. How's he still alive? I don't get it.
1: What do you think cows Maybe is, he's Jeremy a bird. Pruitt? Maybe he's secretly a bird.
2: Well, what are you? A cow? You're a cow. I'm not a cow. Still calling me a cow.
1: Jeremy Pruitt also didn't get this job. Although that may be for different reasons. Yet. Yeah, that's true. But no, it's your day, Iowa. We're because talking about you.
2: Once, once Saban moves along and uh, Kevin Steele ascends the steel throne at Alabama,
1: then Jeremy
3: <laughs> The <Pruitts>. steel throne! <laughs> Sorry.
1: You know, I, I think it's also possible, maybe Nick Saban is tired oh, of like... Dog. Having to play games where it's like, here's Nick Saban mm-hmm. versus one of his former assistants. Mm-hmm. Who will win? It's like, yeah. you know like who's like not going to get a head coaching t- job ever again. Is you Kevin know? Will
3: die
1: Before I, I
2: think do. you're onto something because what is the single biggest recruiting chip to use against Saban right now? Right, like, well, I'm Kirby Smart. I'm Kirby Smart, and I can beat Nick Saban. Come play yep. here for me instead. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I beat my dad. You should play for me. Nobody's hiring Kevin Steele, so that's safe. That's off the table. Now. <laughs> It so really see. is a classic save in like overcorrection. This
1: is this <laughs> you pair you pair that with going from Bill O'Brien to Tommy Reese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let me give you let me give you the math on this. Okay, you need yeah. ten, you need ten years ten years of ten as a state employee to qualify for or to begin qualification for a state pension. The Bill in Alabama, okay. okay, in Alabama, in the state yeah. of Alabama. All right, and. Combined with his four years of prior service at Alabama, which he's already been at, yeah. right? Um, he has 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Dude, this he's is right the most... right on the cusp. This is the most... I'm, uh, my, I, this is my last day, right? I'm too old for this I'm shit. too old for this I'm, 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 I'm a week away from retirement. My <laughs> last job, right? Brother Kevin Steele needs one year, one year of service to qualify for that Alabama pension. And brother... And he's he good. doesn't
3: have the personality to pull off some kind of 700 club scam to make it happen. No. It
2: might just be a few months. Like, it might be in October. He's like, cha-ching, bye.
3: <laughs> God, that'd be neat. <laughs> Auburn plant Kevin Steele. You know,
2: I bet, though, I bet Saban's
0: persuaded by this, too. I bet Steele walked in and was like, hey, Nick, are we doing this? And he's like, yeah,
3: man, we're going to stick it to the man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I, I don't get pay cut. taxes
3: myself, but I don't but, respect those <laughs> yeah, who yeah. levy them.
1: But I get a cut. Just to be clear, <laughs> you're taking me out to Cracker Barrel every third Sunday. You hear me, <gasps> Cracker
0: Bro- brother. You either you either die behind bars or down in those mines. We're getting you a pension. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, say so sure we cannot conceive of someone having coached decades, <laughs> but not being like, but not having yeah. a retirement plan. You mean it's you're sex.
3: not rich? <laughs>
2: Sabin cannot Explain. conceive of what it's like to just trust that your money will sustain you, no matter how much you have. Because like, in Sabin's mind, he's eight seconds away from being poor at all times. I just, I
0: just love this. I want to know the day. I want to figure out the exact day when Pension Quest is complete, <laughs> and Kevin Steele ascends to that of the anointed, and he's like, out, done. <laughs> if it is mid-October, Sabin's going to be like, well, we just had a difference of opinions, and... Thought we'd let him go. And that opinion was that Kevin thought he should go fish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I tended to, tend to agree. Yeah. I, tend to agree. I wonder if this is um Saban is sort of uh setting up Bama for um the opposite of success upon his own exit, you know. Like to sort of show that like, oh you you didn't appreciate me, enough i I'm, I'm was cutting there. you off, son. Like you need to you need to learn
1: how to fend for yourself. <laughs> I've carried you for too long.
2: Well, they didn't want me around all that bad, but now they're stuck with Kevin Steele, so
1: Dude, he is
0: the perfect ejection candidate, though, if Saban wants to leave, because Alabama will come to him and be like, "We will pay you to leave," and Kevin Steele will say, "Thank you." <laughs> Do I explained. get a pension?
2: Check yes or no. Works every time. Works. Every time. I got to leave to be South Carolina interim anyway.
1: Kevin Steele, <laughs> the Black Widow of college football. <laughs>
0: You know, Kevin Steele has one. He goes and he hangs out in like Dillon, South Carolina, around where he's from. And he goes and there's one restaurant in town in the summer when he's not working that will let him eat lunch there with his shirt off, and that's where he goes (laughs) and eats lunch.
3: Wait, I can't tell if you're making this no, up. No, it's completely true. <laughs>
0: his idea of time off is going and hanging out in upstate South Carolina shirtless.
2: So interim South he goes Carolina He
0: at the one place that doesn't make him put a top
2: on. Interim South Carolina coach really is his dream job.
3: <laughs> like he's kind of fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, he'll hide a gun.
0: Yeah, he'll hide a gun for you. That's a funny one. He doesn't want to wear a shirt. Not my shirt, though, because awesome. I want to be able
1: to pop that bad boy on.
0: <laughs> I just want the one arm, you know, the like, how?
1: So he and Tommy Reese are going to have a lot to talk about as
3: well. Yeah. Oh, wow. No. those long car rides. Tommy Reese is going to be like, I didn't dip, and I wore shirts before <laughs> I came here.
1: Hold on. So what is Tommy Reese's middle name? Alright, he's gonna be Thomas but, he's gonna be to TK be he's gonna be TK Reese by the time this is done. Not gonna yeah. be no Tommy no more. Oh TK.
2: <laughs> they call me Tommy Gunn. <laughs> Coach Reese, have you
0: always spoken like that? <laughs> hey Tommy Gunn! While we drop the top go dip in the back of the truck. Spotlight never later.
2: You old son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: Tommy yeah,
1: Tommy Reese, Reese has, is- has his own line of boiled peanuts. Now it's wild. <laughs> Starting a Credence cover band.
0: He's
1: obsessed with getting a pension. <laughs> he said he's going to fight the Pope. He's gotten very <laughs> <laughs> He's gone Baptist.
2: Yeah, yeah Tommy Reese is going to try to cash out a, like, 70-year Alabama pension. <laughs>
0: Why were you trying to tear down a roadside, Thomas? Because directions are woke. Government can't tell me where to go. Because the Steel Man
2: said so.
1: What do you mean one? What do you mean one way? I decide which way. Wolfman and I are gonna go take our shirts off and eat vegetarian
0: food.
2: See you later. Oh. It's not a gun. It's Reese's Pieces. <laughs>
0: By the way, in case I do have one actual cool thing uh, to sell Alabama fans on, when Reese was going to go celebrate uh, a Notre Dame victory this year, um, he was headed down to the field... And it the game wasn't quite over, so he told the other assistant coach who was there, who still had to call play, because Reese was like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna go party."
3: Oh, this is I love this about no 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 this yeah, is better this good. is better. He um oh shit what was the play? He had a specific yeah he had a specific play grown, drawn up. He throws down a, a friend a friend of ours was in the. Uh, what was in the booth right next door, but he threw down the headset and was like, just call duo and ran. (laughs) Just call duo until I'm back on the headset downstairs. Like I, I, I kind of love Tommy Reese. (laughs) Just call duo,
0: man. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I I think this is going to go. I think this is going to work out. Well, there'll be a cultural exchange of immense import. And most importantly, (laughs) most importantly the wolfman's close a day closer to that shirtless retirement he's been dreaming of
1: never wear a shirt again
3: buried shirtless (laughs) i mean in a way we're all buried shirtless that's right with my pants we're born we're born shirtless we die
1: shirtless that's not true sir
3: hey if you die if you don't die shirtless your soul can't escape (laughs) you're stuck in a shirt forever
0: Just gave away all my shirts. It's time.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how we knew Peepaw was ready.
0: Listen, <laughs> this this, fun- this funeral is a cruelty-free environment because the food is vegetarian, and you can see this beautiful body on display, shirtless.
3: What did it's, Nips do in death? You're
1: describing free-range Kevin Steele. <laughs> what? It, like,
2: I think it's more he doesn't want to be buried. Just just lay me somewhere. <laughs> You know just, what? Just set me out somewhere. <laughs> a shirt will just.
0: Set me
3: out with a tater salad. We'll go bad after about the same time. Graves a dirt shirt. I don't want it.
2: <laughs> what is the earth but a shirt? <laughs> a Graves a dirt shirt.
3: What is the earth for a shirt but the earth's molten core? <laughs> Te- oh, I mean, if, it, if the molten core. Where are we on the molten core of the earth? This y'all? is a
0: deep football the, joke, but I'm going to. Finally,
3: talk. my soul has escaped its shirt. <laughs> I
0: can't wait to be the preacher at Kevin Steele's funeral so I can stand up there and be like, of all people who should understand, the importance of taking a knee when you should. Right? Jesus, dude. (laughs) He would have wanted me to remind y'all. Also, don't ever (laughs) fucking take the paler job.
2: (laughs) Now please remove your shirts.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bow your Standard. heads and remove your shirts.
2: <laughs> Bow, Bow your heads and pop them open.
3: Oh, God, we just heard a country hit.
2: Who put it in the thing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bow your heads and remove your shirts. My dog and my Songs truck about and Kevin
2: my- Steele's death. <laughs> That's what he would want. Daddy dropped the top.
3: I got dirt on my blue collar.